0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: So, um, I think one of the <clears throat> exciting things happening in the modern West for me, from my perspective, is the way in which Various Buddhist practices are finding their way into our secular culture, into uh, being applied and f- found useful in many settings. And The most famously known, I think, is um, mindfulness, you know, mindfulness-based stress reduction and all that. But there's also a lot of um, research happening in, uh, not a lot, but beginning to be a lot of research happening on um, compassion. And a lot of that's coming out of the Tibetan tradition, the Tibetan Buddhists, you know, compassion is really central at the heart of uh, Tibetan Buddhism, so it makes sense. But it's also coming from elsewhere, coming from Theravada as well. And the other is there's starting to be also be some clinical studies on loving kindness, that people are looking at loving kindness and its role of loving kindness practice for depression and for different things. So I think this is very exciting, and um, and so it's you know very I think very exciting to see that there's. Many different meditation practices and approaches to cultivating, developing compassion. That compassion is not something that you have to just ha- live live with. You, you don't just live with your the native, the nat- native inherent compassion you happen to have one day when you wake up. Um, you know who you, ha- who you happen to be, but you can actually do things that strengthen your compassion or make you more uh, compassion prone as you go through the li- th- through your, through your life. And, um, and one of them is these meditation practices. And there's a, many, so there's a number of different kind of practices you can, you can do. Uh, this morning I gave you one that was closer to the classic Theravadan practice, where you, uh, the classic descriptions is you would say these phrases, usually you say one phrase. Sometimes people say two phrases. Sometimes people make up their own compassion phrases. But uh, you know, may you be free of suffering. I, um, coming out of the whole IMS scene, was the word, this phrase, um, "I care for you," because it was very popular. And um, uh, but and then I've heard some people say, "May you be free of the causes of suffering." May you be free of suffering. May you be free of the causes of suffering. That you know, things that, um, And then you do it for these different categories. You do it for someone who's having a hard time, suffering, you do it for a benefactor, friend, you do it for yourself, and you just go through. So there's a whole, the whole kind of array of ways in which it's developed and worked on. Um, and that's something, because it has a virtue of being systematic, you can do it slowly and build over time or add over time. You do the different categories. And, and so some people like to have a sense of progress and order to it, and so it gives you a sense. You can work... Spend some time with one category and kind of work through some of the the speed bumps that come up as you do it and and then move on to another category. And over time, you can work through a lot. So I would like to offer you uh, now um, another kind of meditation practice, just so you know there's different kinds. And some of them work for some people more than others. And... um, um, and this one, in this way, in a sense, is is more active. It's more engaged, actively with suffering, than um, the first one, than the morning. Some people find that having a little more active engagement with suffering gives them a sense of agency or some some involvement or some, you know, they don't have to be there passive with it, but there's you know, receive it or feel it or be the victim of it, or but but you can actually engage and and feel some you know some role. Uh, that uh, makes you freer in the middle of it. So, um, take a uh, your meditation posture. <clears throat> And take a few minutes here just to settle in and connect to your body. Body is very important, helpful for the practice. So you can sway back and forth, move your body around a little bit. Just do something to kind of feel and sense your body and get it into kind of a more aligned, careful posture. Settle in. And take a few long, slow, deep breaths. Fill your chest, your heart with air, with expansion. Relax, settle in. And then letting your breath return to normal. and turn inward to yourself. Let your attention, your focus go inward into some tender, quiet, still place inside, perhaps in your heart. Some some gentle, tender, loving place inside from which perhaps you could offer yourself some loving kindness. Offer yourself the, the well-wishing. Wanting yourself to be happy, peaceful, safe, healthy. a place of inner warmth and caring from which you can wish yourself well Seeing if you can tune in to that part of little corner of who you are, maybe at the center. So maybe in the edges, where in spite of any other ways you might be feeling, you can have a friendly attitude towards yourself. Kind disposition. A generous acceptance. And as you breathe in and out, breathing in and out from that place inside that's kind, friendly, tender for yourself. And if there's a lot of thoughts that take you away, perhaps you can relax the thinking muscle, relax that place of tension or pressure that may be generating those thoughts. Softening the mind so it's more open and expansive Generous. Breathing in and out through your heart center, or breathing in and out. And as I give the following instructions, see if you can stay with your breathing. Stay with your breathing, feeling how it happens in your chest or your heart area as you breathe, the movement there. And as you stay in touch with your breathing, bring to mind some person you know, personally or that you know about, who in some way or other is suffering. Having a difficult time is challenged, in distress, in pain, And in, the, and in the context of sitting here at IMC, their eyes closed, at this particular time, without needing to do anything really about it, can you be present for the sense, the idea, the memory of this person's suffering? somehow be open to it and receive it. And in order to receive, in a sense, so you can feel and offer presence and really be a witness for this person's suffering, imagine that you are receiving it as you breathe in, as you breathe in air, as you breathe in that you're breathing in the suffering into yourself. And that as you breathe out, as you exhale, you're relaxing and sending out from you, you're sending out your compassion, your kindness, your friendliness, your care. willingly you breathe in their suffering and on the exhale you offer them your care your compassion your well wishing doing this with a rhythm in the cycles of breathing in and out to keep yourself fluid and not caught by any of it, not stopping or start not thinking about it or just let this cycle of breathing in their suffering, taking it on, transforming it inside of you as you breathe out to care and compassion. May they be free of suffering. letting go of this person, thinking of this person, bring to mind someone else who is suffering that you know. It could be a minor suffering in the area of their life, struggle, difficulty, bring someone else to mind. And now being yourself a great being of compassion, Allow yourself to receive, take in their compassion, their suffering as you breathe in. And then as you exhale, offer them your care and kindness. Staying with your breathing as you do this so that the movements and cycle and fluidity of breathing lessens the chance that you get stuck somehow or caught by any of this. Just Breathing in their suffering, breathing out, kindness, care, your tenderness. And now, letting go of that person, now bring to mind some suffering that you have, some difficulties, difficult feelings, some area of your life where you currently suffer in some way. to very simply offer your presence and kindness to this without getting caught by it, or thinking about it, or do the same to your own suffering. As you breathe in, take it in, feel it as it really is. Allow it to come in, be willing to feel it. Give yourself permission to take it in, fully inhabit and let it be. And then as you exhale, Transform it into kindness and caring for yourself, compassion. If there is a tender place inside for you, let that tenderness feel that your own suffering as you breathe in. And let that tenderness bring forth caring and kindness as you breathe out. In this cycle of breathing in and breathing out, it's maybe like being washed, cleansed by a river of compassion, moving through you and moving through you, breathing in and feeling the suffering in a relaxed way. And as you exhale, bringing forth kindness and compassion and caring And then taking a couple of deep breaths. And as you breathe in and exhale, let go of any thoughts you have now, any connection here to suffering. And let yourself sit then quietly for a few minutes. Nothing to do, nothing to make happen, nothing to be. Just sit here, allowing things to be as they are. Breathing in, breathing out. And to end this sitting, take again a couple of deep breaths and when you're ready, you can open your eyes. So perhaps you can see <clears throat> how I, for some people, this, this way of doing it is a little more active because you're actively choosing to take it in and transforming it and making it turn into compassion. <clears throat> so you're feeling more of, you know, of you're actually doing something, you're, in char- you're a little more in charge rather than just kind of more passive, kind of just being. Some people find that helpful and it's easier to open up and feel, be present. And <clears throat> And also it's not just one way, it's not just, you know, the suffering and feeling it, but you, you, alternating with the breath, sometimes it's taking in and going out. Some people find it's kind of cleansing or purifying or that kind of um, process. And perhaps sometimes each time you breathe in and breathe out, it kind of some ways in which you're stuck or you get caught or, you know, you can let go of and you do, let go of and let go of because you're staying with the cycle, with the flow back and forth. So it's a different way of doing compassion practice. So I'm curious, some of you, if you want to share at all what that was like for you.
0: Uh, I appreciated the, the guided meditation. It reminds me of tonglen, And um, I've done this before and I remember having a little difficulty with it. Um, And this afternoon, I found I could not, it was a blog, I could not take in the suffering, which is very interesting, because before I could at least work with it, and today I just said, oh, I can't. So what I did is um, I imagined that um, some spiritual uh, people, that teachers gave me some... Uh, they breathed out the compassion. I could breathe it in, and then I could take in oh, nice. the suffering from <clears throat> someone else. So it's almost like I didn't feel I could do it, but uh-huh. I got support, and then I could do it.
1: Beautiful. It's still you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Certainly>. <laughs> so, so, so give yourself give yourself some credit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you. You know, you're not off the hook. You, you, you have the capacity. You just you just had to do it that more creative way. <clears throat> So, you know, and it's the same thing with this, you know, this, what I taught you now, <clears throat> you don't have to start or to do it at all with, there's no obligation to do it with people who are difficult and great suffering. You can start with it where it's really easy. You know, it could be, you know, so someone where it's not so difficult, distressing to take it in. No, oh, I can take that in. Gil's in a gill and his check engine light. I can take that in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. So here we right here. <clears throat>
0: It felt for me like I could really, it was a way of really doing something for someone. So I thought of um, two people who I know who are on the East Coast. And I can't really do anything, they're so far away. But there was a way in which I really felt like I could actively give them something, actively really do something for them. And that was really nice. and that, I couldn't do it for myself. And that
1: allowed, that allowed your compassion to flow more freely or very more fully?
0: It really, I mean, it just really felt like I could really give them this. And one of them is dying. There's not much I can do. But that I can really give them this. And be, it felt like I could be very, very present and just very with them and really give them both something. Beautiful. So that was really nice.
1: Thank you. It's it's completely fine to maybe helpful even to say that it was difficult or didn't work, just like a dud. You know, it's, 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 it's all fine. Just be nice to know.
0: I've been practicing compassion today more than normal. (laughs) And um, so when you gave this this last meditation, it was like some part of me said, that's it, I've already given.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You gave it the office.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So just, you know ball and bat and went home
1: <laughs> that's understandable i can under- well i can well understand that <clears throat> there's leave this is new and so you know it's it, 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 this is this is can be very challenging this topic and to touch into it and i'm not i'm not hopefully I'm not suggesting this is easy just to sit down and feel loving and kind and <clears throat> this can stir up all kinds of things and it can touch areas which are challenging and um it can be exhausting to kind of open up even if you can feel it well it can be exhausting to you have this new so so, you know, it's a lot in the course of a day, so maybe it was too much. No,
0: it was It was interesting because I think I saw that more clearly, that part of myself that comes up and, you know, calls the shots, <laughs> whether, you know, sort of protects me and makes sure I don't have to overdo, you know, it's like little manager. So I think I saw it more clearly today, and, and it was, was fine, and... Um, Don't worry, it was not too much. But it was interesting, if you hadn't offered that meditation, I might not have seen that little Mm. person there who does that.
1: Great. Thank you. Over here. Maybe we can... Go ahead.
0: Um, So this was just a beautiful experience. The the image of breathing in suffering and exhaling compassion and love just, I mean, it, I could see it just physically enveloping the people and the suffering I was imagining. It was really beautiful.
1: That's, Great. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you.
0: And it, and it moved from one person to another with, with fluidity, it just kind of flowed. It was just wonderful. My mother was in a nursing home for two years, and I, we'd walk in the door, and some days, you know, some days are kind of peaceful, and other days are just, everything's wild. And um, so I use this a lot in the nursing home. When I go in, if it, was, it was really helpful to sit there, because it was so much suffering. Was it, it, was the, it was the patients, it was the staff, and it was the families, all three, everybody there is suffering, And I would just go in in order to compose myself and sit down and do that for a few minutes before I go see my mother. And I found that extremely helpful.
1: Great. I I really like it. I've I've
0: also been a therapist for eons, and I do that in the office. Oh, I do that in the office? Sometimes I just find myself doing that. It's so helpful. Um, I think it's, for me, it's like... Embodying it, you know, feeling it in the body—that just just makes it work so well. And uh, thank
1: you. over yeah, we'll on your left there. <clears throat> I didn't have much trouble with compassion for other people, but for compassion for myself today was very hard. Um, my mind kind of said, "Look, you haven't done this for 60 years," so I.
0: Not sure I trust what you're doing today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you, you're, <clears throat> me or you yourself? To myself. <clears throat> to myself uh, I, I seem to not have problems with the idea of compassion for others, but yeah. I do have a lot of, it, I seem my mind fights itself with compassion for myself. So, this idea that <clears throat> you don't trust yourself, meaning that if you do a little bit of compassion, you, it's, not, it's not really compassion?
0: It's more like, well, you haven't done this for so long. Do I believe that what you're doing now is real? Is kind of the I way see. it feels.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it can take a, it can take a while to, for you to warm up to yourself. You know, if you, if you have a track record that's 60 years long, <clears throat> it might take a while to learn to trust. Um, <clears throat> but um, um, do it anyway. And uh, and even if you don't do it well, or even if it's a little bit artificial, sometimes uh, just doing it uh, uh, makes you grow into it.
0: (coughs) I have a similar problem with myself, but the way I this was suggested to me by a, a, a therapist, and it really works. I picture myself in my childhood bedroom with the wallpaper and everything exactly as it was and I as an adult am sitting on my bed holding my three-year-old self and saying these things to her Mm -hmm. and it really opens me up tremendously. Nice. I can give it to her but I can't give it to my adult self.
1: Nice, very nice. Thank you. Okay. So thank you. And... um, it's uh <coughs> excuse me for this i have an allergy uh, irritation or a- allergy or something the um, um so one of the significant things about compassion is the the du- way to which it helps <coughs> us to share our common humanity because when we tune in to the fact that we're all suffering that other people suffer, to some degree I'm sure you suffer, that it's really a shared part of human condition for mo- almost everyone. And <clears throat> to enter into it as shared condition, something we share together in the family of humankind, I think that, uh, I hope that it kind of opens our f- friendship, our kindness, our acceptance, our commitment to each other and the sense of community, uh, so that we're not apart from each other. One of the really important aspects of Buddhist compassion is that we differentiate between compassion and pity. And uh, in the way Buddhists use the word pity, it means that uh, you're kind of looking down at someone. You, oh, you poor person down there who's suffering, and, <clears throat> and you're kind of removed. But compassion is meant to be uh, see, see others as equal to you, where you're not above them or better than them, looking down, feeling sorry for them. Sorry, feeling sorry for them, but uh, you're feeling compassion with them. You're with them. You're kind of sharing. Um, wish we're, we're sharing the common human experience, and um, that no one feels looked down upon. Um, And I, and I <clears throat> kind of just repeat one point from the day I think is really important is that the simple compassion that we can discover in meditation uh, is a capacity we all have. It's a beautiful capacity. And learning it in meditation, learning to have simple compassion where in a situation where you don't have to act and it gets complicated so quickly, uh, can teach you something about what's possible in your heart, what's possible inwardly and expand the range of your compassion, the range of how you care, the range of how you can be at ease in the presence of of suffering. So that after meditation, when you actually are encountering your friend or your neighbor or a stranger or someone who's a lot of suffering, you've learned something about how to be present for it and not suffer yourself. How to be present for it and stay open and relaxed. And from that open and relaxed place, then maybe you can be in a position do something if it's appropriate to do something but you don't have to be in the presence of suffering and be distressed or be stressful or anxious uh, in order to be beneficial and helpful to act on it so the meditation I hope is a place you learn how to stay at ease and the world teaches you when to act on that so thank you I hope this has been nice for you um, it might interest you that the, the current issue of The Inquiring Mind has an article by me, a uh, little bit personal article about kind of my, my, ex- my kind of going through the world of compassion and liberation. And so uh, there's copies over there on the counter, far counter. And, um, and then next time we meet in January, we'll do Joy, or sympathetic joy, appreciative joy. So if this was kind of heavy today, come back. (laughs) So thank you.